This is Lori Forster, the wine coach, and we are back on The Sipping Point, my favorite segment. It's called the wine sandwich of the week. Carrie, I don't know if you remember my wine sandwich, but it's my method to taste food and wine together. You sip the wine, then you bite and savor your food, and then you go back and sip the wine and try to notice how the wine changes with the food. Because to me... Wine is part of the recipe of your, your meal. And here to help me with real recipes, because <laughs> the wine sandwich is the only thing I can make in the kitchen, is Carrie Dunnington. And we have known each other for about nine years, maybe 10. We can't quite figure it out. But we we connected a long time ago when I was really just getting started here in Baltimore. And we got to do some great events. Carrie has written countless cookbooks. She's a chef, caterer, culinary judge, recipe deliverer, and award-winning cookbook author. Welcome to the show, Carrie. Thanks, Laurie, for having me. It's great to be here. Well, I got a letter from you because you have a brand new book out called Tasting the Seasons, Inspired In-Season Cuisine That's Easy, Healthy, Fresh, and Fun. Now, I like the sound of all of that, especially the easy part. (laughs) Because, you know, I'm married to a chef, so it has really crippled my uh, culinary (laughs) skills. But I love that I think so many people are interested in cooking in season and using what's fresh and available rather than locally, uh, rather than eating strawberries in the dead of winter or, you know, really focusing on what's in season. So I loved when I saw that you had just come out with this book. And I think it's perfect timing because, you know, in about a month, we're going to be looking at Thanksgiving and you've got some great things in here to help with parties, with Thanksgiving appetizers. So tell me what inspired you to write this book about tasting the seasons? Well, I grew up eating seasonal food. We ate asparagus when asparagus came in in the springtime, and we never saw it again Mm. um, until the following spring. And ditto for the rest of the cornucopia of vegetables, strawberries. Right. um, We ate them in June and July. Tomatoes we only ate in the summer. And when they were off-season and my mother wanted to use, say, tomatoes, for example— she just bought traditionally preserved um, that she had done right. with my grandmother or she we bought canned. Right. Perfectly acceptable because companies... Yeah, that's what we all did. Exactly. Yeah. And I also think that companies today, I know companies today, um, they, they, they take food at the height of their season and that's when they manufacture it and process it. Okay. So you also brought food... I love that. We love to eat and drink here in the studio. So thank you. So um, let's just give folks an, ex- you know, sort of an overview of the books. We, one of the things that's in your appetizer or enhancers, uh, you have an enhancer section, an appetizer section, but we had the watch it disappear horseradish dip. Correct. I love horseradish. So does Chris, our producer. He's over there yeah. mowing it down right now. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about how the book is laid out. Where does that horseradish dip fit into the book? It fits into the appetizer section. Oh, good. I was right. Okay. You were. Perfect. And it's one of the bigger chapters in the book. Right. Um, the book is a general all-purpose cookbook, and it's set up from appetizers to desserts. Perfect. And um, I would say it's it's a major focus is on using fruits and vegetables in pancake batter, waffle batter, mm-hmm. um, in desserts. Um, nice. Well, that horseradish chip, I could see making that up ahead of time and just having that around all throughout the holidays. You never know when somebody's coming over. 
That's something easy. You put it on a water cracker. You could do it on a pita chip. There's pretzel pretzel chips now that are delicious. So you could really do that in a number of ways. You can. It's actually delicious with fresh pineapple. Ooh, that's interesting. I could see even having it on a sandwich. I mean, it is really good. All right. So um, we're going to get to another one of the things you brought here in a minute. But in the beginning of your book, uh, you talk a little bit about the different seasons and what is very traditional to have in that season, which is great. But you also have a page that is called the 365 Challenge. So tell me a little bit about the challenge. Well, the challenge asks families to to take a challenge. It might be introducing a new food for and you you buy it once and you try it four different ways. Oh, nice. And decide whether you like it or not. Um, the greatest and the toughest challenge is to go to the grocery store and not put anything plastic in your grocery cart. Wow. That would be. That's a really hard challenge, but it's doable, and I've done it. Wow. But I can't tell you how many things I've had to put back on the shelf. Right. <laughs> somewhere plastic was lurking. Yeah. No boxes, no cans challenge. Correct. That's another one. That's another challenge. There um, goes your cereal. There goes a, a lot, lot of, of things. things. But yeah. you would shop on the periphery right. where you would get... The healthier items. Right. The healthier food, like your fruits and vegetables and eggs. I, and I really love that new food of the week because, you know, for a while there we were, you know, like doing Taco Tuesdays or different themed, you know, nights that we'd kind of ha- try to have something. But that's, there are so many different foods that we never eat as a general, you know, that just like eggplant. I love it. Maybe I'll have it at a restaurant, but we don't often make it at home. Right. And I, I think we're creatures of habit. Mm. Don't you think when we go oh, to the agreed. grocery store or we go to the farmer's market, we wind up buying, going to the same place and buying the same things. Right. Where this might force you to, to say. To break out of your rut. Exactly. I and ask it. one of your kids, hey, find something new that we can put on the dining room table tonight right. or tomorrow night or this weekend. Yeah. We're very passionate about it. We have a two bite rule. My daughter has to try two bites of anything. And then she can say she doesn't like it, but she has to try it. Good parenting, yeah. Laurie. That's a I will great... not have someone that only eats macaroni and cheese. It just can't happen. Or pizza. <laughs> <laughs> or pizza. Well, I do love pizza, though. Okay, so you also have this other great hors d'oeuvre here, that the apricot with the teriyaki walnut. Tell me about that. Okay. And that's from it's, another book that's called from... This Book Cooks. Correct. That's what you were just coming out with when we first met. Exactly. So tell me about mm-hmm. that, because that looks e- that looks pretty easy to make, and it's delicious. Well, what's great about this, I love the color. It's just full of autumn colors. It's a dried apricot half, and then it's topped with a um, creamy apricot cream. Mm. And then that's topped with a teriyaki walnut that has ginger and soy sauce and um, some garlic. Yeah, it's a good combination of you have have the sweetness from the apricot, the creaminess, and then a little bit of a kick from the walnut. And and, right, exactly. And the textures are great because the apricot is kind of chewy and then Mm -hmm. the creamy center and then the crunchy walnut. So tasting the seasons before we get too far into this, because our interview goes so fast, where can people get your book? Because I know they're going to want to get this in the next couple of weeks because the holidays are coming Great. Soon. You can, I know they are right around the corner. You can get Tasting the Seasons um, on Amazon. Okay. Wherever books are sold as yes. well. 
um, or you can order it from my website by going to www.carriedunnington.com. Yep, and we'll put and, a link to your site great. on ours. And that way, if you order it from there, you'll get a signed copy. Nice. And it, yeah, this is a great gift for any at-home cook or someone who's trying to cook more. Um, we're running out of time, but the other thing that's really great in the back of this book is you have some instruction for people when they're go- eco-terms or echo terms and tips and techniques and things you should also look for when you go to the grocery store. Like baking powder can sometimes have aluminum. I did not know that. And you said you need to look and make sure you get one that's aluminum free. Yes. So there are secrets that chefs know that you know that I don't. They're in this book. (laughs) That are very helpful. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Really great. Awesome. One last thing that you have here. Tell us what our last taste was. Our our, your last taste was um, uh, it's a cheddar and pecan tort with strawberry sauce. Oh, and it's really pretty. That's another one that's great for Christmas because the strawberry sauce is is red and uses. It's delicious, too. It's a great combination. You always have that combination of flavors that I think make it really fun. Yeah, well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to have a little toast at the at the commercial break, but Carrie Dunnington, author of Tasting the Seasons, thank you so much for coming on The Sipping Point. Thank you, Laurie. Always for great me. to be with you. You as well. All right. Cheers. You're listening to The Sipping Point. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach. If you want information on the wines and foods we had today, just go to thewinecoach.com. The perfect pairings event that we are talking about with Jay today at the Engineers Club is uh, going to be found at esb.org. Go to www.esb.org. Or you can go to thewinecoach.com and go to my event calendar. Only $85 for eight courses, countless wines, and a free wine and food pairing class with me. Check it out. But if you want to wine any day of the week, you know, you can check out the Oregon Grill and the fall. Now that we have the chilly weather, it's the perfect time to go to the Oregon Grill. They have, I don't know how many fireplaces. I think it might be four or six. Anyway, it's gorgeous in there. They have the fireplaces lit. That fresh seafood, the prime age steak. You can give them a call at 410-771-0505 to make a reservation. And what I love about it is parking is not a hassle. They have all kinds of parking. And when you go in there, you feel you feel like a rock star, really, because the service is totally impeccable. If you make a reservation, tell them the wine coach sent you. You can call them again at 410-771-0505. Next week, we're going to be back to explore the recipe for a delicious life. Special thanks, as always, to our sponsors, Sheehy Lexus of Annapolis, the Oregon Grill, and Wine World.